I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. To be completely honest, this podcast episode almost never got recorded for you this week. So in the midst of buying our new house, which obviously is what I'm talking about in today's episode, if you read the title... In the midst of buying the house and starting the painting and everything like that, it's just this really exciting process. And basically, I just want to spend every waking minute at the house doing all the little projects and painting all the walls so we can move in as quickly as possible, which probably won't be until the end of February. It's going to be sometime in February for sure. But anyways, what I'm saying is this whole process has been so exciting and I just want to be at the house all day. It is Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock p.m. I just wrapped up a whole full day of client coaching calls and all I wanted to do this evening was go to the house and help Scott paint. We started the painting this Friday and we're making progress, but there's so much more to do. So that's how I wanted to be spending my evening. But I had this podcast to record. So I stayed home instead of going to the house. And as soon as I was going to start recording this podcast, my laptop crashed, everything went black, and it took quite a while for me to turn this laptop back on and get it up and running again. And here we are. I am finally recording this podcast episode for you. Like I said, buying my first home has just been such a experience. It's been a experience, trust me. There's been a lot of highs, there's been a lot of lows, but obviously it all worked out in the end. And that's something I'm actually going to talk about is things always working out for us. So maybe we will start there because I think throughout this whole house buying experience, That is probably my biggest takeaway, to be honest, is that things are always working out, even if they feel like they're not working out. So let me explain. Basically, we have to go way, way back (laughs) when I thought I first found my house of my dreams. So Scott and I have been looking around the city we live in for houses for quite some time now. And there has been three occasions before 
the time we actually found our house that we own now, but there was three occasions previous to this time where we found a house, we thought it was the house, and then for some reason we didn't end up going through with it. Most often it was because we got an inspection done and that didn't go how we wanted it to go or whatever. That's basically what happened all the times. So anyways, in all those three times that I thought I found the house and then things basically didn't work out, my biggest takeaway was that they actually did work out because we actually ended up with the house of our dreams and it's so perfect for us and I cannot imagine owning any different house but this isn't just like a takeaway a house related takeaway. So I hope you can take that little snippet, that little golden nugget away from this podcast episode and apply it into your own life. How often are we going through some type of experience in our life and we have it already mapped out of how we want it to go, whether it's that house, right? We're getting um, an accepted offer on the house or we are closing on this house or maybe it's a job related thing maybe we're landing this position on a job or maybe it's a relationship thing maybe we're getting in touch with someone and they're asking us out or we're in a relationship and things end right there's all of these different ways that this little golden nugget can really apply to and that is again things are always working out even if they feel like they're not working out. So I want you to think how often we have this scenario, this one scenario playing out in our mind. And like I said, that could be the way we want a relationship to go, the job position we want to land or the house we want to close on. And we tend to have this one way We want this experience to turn out for us. And if it doesn't go that way, automatically we're saying it to ourselves or other people are saying it to us. We're saying, oh, well, it didn't work out. Or we're having other people say to us, oh, I'm sorry it didn't work out for you, right? And just like to give you a personal example from my point of view, The last house we came across, it was earlier this year, back in March, and I really thought it was the one. I really thought it was the house that I wanted. And things just didn't work out. And other people were saying to me, because they knew how badly I wanted this house, and I had several people saying to me, I'm sorry things didn't work out. And I just felt like this life energy in me. It was kind of this really strong humming energy. And I just got this realization that it actually is working out because as I just shared with you, before we bought the house that we just bought, there was three other houses that I thought were the ones. And what's really funny is 
the second house that we came across was better than the first one. The third one we came across was better than both the first and the second. And now this fourth one that we actually bought is better than the first, the second, and the third. So when things aren't working out, my friends, they are always working out. When you don't land the job that you think is the perfect job for you, you think it's the most ideal position, you think it's the best of the best job you could ever land, you couldn't possibly get a better job than this one, and you don't get the job. That is not the situation not working out for you because it is working out. You weren't supposed to have that job because there is something better waiting for you. When you're in a relationship and things end and you feel like, I thought they were the one. I thought that person was perfect for me. I thought that was the relationship for me. And you had your whole life planned out in front of you. And then things end, that relationship ends. Instead of thinking it didn't work out, I really want you to hold on to the belief that it actually did work out. Because I can guarantee you that the relationship that you do end up in is going to be better than that one and all of the ones previous to that. That is just honest to goodness how life works. That's how this works. Everything is always working out for you. And when you can actually like hold on to that belief, when you can really hold on to that belief and the possibility that everything really is working out for you, even though it feels like it's not working out for you, that's when things start to change. So catching up to speed in my life regarding the house, I kept holding on to that belief every single time I came across a house and it quote unquote didn't work out. I held on to that belief that it was working out. This was the plan. This was supposed to happen because I'm supposed to find something different. And finally, when it came to that third house that I really thought was the one and it still didn't work out, I was like, well, I know already I've had two experiences like this before. So I knew that if I held on to that belief that it really was working out, something even better would come for me. So fast forward to this summer or more so like September, actually, I came across an Instagram reel by Jasmine Kenneth. She was one of the hosts of one of my favorite podcasts called Each Other, all about human design. It's kind of like a human design related conversation. And if you're not familiar with human design yet, I have tons of podcast episodes all about human design, and I actually am going to be talking a little bit more about human design in this episode, but that's coming. So anyways, in September, I came across this Instagram reel from Jasmine Kenneth, and she was talking about manifestation. I'm not, I really have never personally spoke about manifestation on the podcast before. I, that's not really my 
it doesn't light me up. I don't love talking about manifestation. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not something that I just personally really love talking about. But there was something about her video that really intrigued me, especially because I was kind of in this house hunting market. That was kind of the time of my life that I was in when she released this reel. And her reel was encouraging the listener, the viewer of the reel, to get really clear on what they want. And after getting really clear on what they want, just notice what happens. (laughs) And let me tell you, What happened within a month later is just super cool that I actually personally reached out to Jasmine and let her know how impactful that exercise was for me. But basically, she had the viewer like literally just make a list of exactly what they want. And like I said, at that time in my life, I was really, really wanting a house. And that's all I ever thought about was that I wanted a house. And every time we went house shopping and we went to go see houses with our our realtor, I would always find this house that I thought was the perfect one. I fell in love with the house so easy and I always thought, oh my gosh, this is the house that I want. But I never actually gave myself a chance to sit down, make a list and actually get super, super, super clear about what I wanted in a house. I knew I wanted a house, but like, what was it? And that was kind of the exercise from Jasmine, she wanted us to get super, super clear on exactly what we wanted. So I have my phone in front of me right now. I have my notes app opened up and I made this note back in September. It was like mid-September And the title of this note is called What I Want, of course, with some like super cute emojis on either side, making it extra special. But I put a house and then under a house, I listed all the bullet points of the things that I wanted my house to include. So number one was space for my home gym. So I wanted enough space, whether that was like an extra room in the house or I wanted the basement to just be open and just have enough space for my home gym because I have a treadmill, I have a squat rack, I have a bench and like tons of plates and dumbbells and stuff. So That was really important to me to have space for my gym. I also wanted our house, the house that I ended up buying, to have a fenced yard. This was really important to me because Penny is not an off-leash dog. (laughs) Penny is the complete opposite of an off-leash dog. She needs to be leashed or else she is just going to bolt and think you're playing all the time. So it was really important to me that we have a fenced yard because the house we currently live in actually doesn't have a fenced yard. So Penny always needs to be on a leash and we can never just have her running around the yard. So I really wanted a fenced yard for Penny to be able to go out in our backyard and just 
run around and play without us really having to worry about her. I also wanted the house to have an updated kitchen. And maybe I'll share with you about this. I'll just get into it now. As I was making this list about what I wanted in the house, I think it's really important to note that I totally thought that some of these things were kind of too good to be true. Like I kind of felt like, okay, these are all the things that I want, but there is no way that one house is going to have all of these things because the list keeps going. I have seven items in this list and I truly felt like, okay, this is definitely what I want in a house. These are all the things I want, but there's definitely not going to be a house here in this city I live in that has all these things. So when I wrote down an updated kitchen, I remember as I'm reading this list out to you, I remember having like this hesitation feeling. I remember having this like, I really want that, but I also feel like I can't have that because it's just too much to ask. But I wrote it anyways. I wrote updated kitchen. I really wanted an updated kitchen. Scott and I would go and see these homes with our realtor and there were so many houses that we went into that the kitchens were just super dated and basically needed a complete gut job and Scott and I definitely did want a house that we could do some work to and it would give us a few projects and stuff but I did not want to be getting a house that needed a complete gut job in the kitchen. So that was important to me, although it felt like totally unrealistic. So I wanted an updated kitchen. The next thing on my list was for the house to have a nice deck. And this wasn't really something that I had really wanted in the past, but the last house that I thought was the one, so the third house that I came across as we've been house shopping and things like that, had a really nice deck. And ever since then, I was like, huh, I guess I really do want a nice deck. So I added that to my list and Scott and I have like a smoker barbecue. And so I thought it would be really nice to have a nice deck in our nice fenced backyard to put our smoker barbecue on. Another really, really, and pretty much like non-negotiable thing for Scott and I when it came to buying a house was that the house had to have at least, at least three bedrooms. So I work from home 100% of the time. My business is completely based off of my laptop and I work from my office all the time. Scott is kind of a mix. He owns two businesses and one is home-based and the other is out at like a shop somewhere. So... It was really important to us that we had at least three bedrooms because right now, the house we're in right now, um, we have like our master bedroom and then I have my office in the spare bedroom 
And then his office is in the living room. So it just kind of like really doesn't function that great, especially when we have people over because they're in his office, which is our living room. And it just doesn't really work that well. So we wanted to have at least three bedrooms so we could have our main, like our master bedroom. And then we could each have a bedroom, the remaining two bedrooms. We could each have an office in that bedroom. So I said at least three bedrooms, but it would have been nice to have like four bedrooms, you know, because then we could also have a guest room. But that's why I put at least three bedrooms because that was kind of the non-negotiable is that we had the master bedroom and then two extra bedrooms for our separate offices. Another big thing on my list, but this is kind of like the kitchen, like having an updated kitchen, how that gave me that really like full body response of feeling like, okay, I really want this, but this is just too good to be true. I really wanted our house to have all new windows. (laughs) I how like buying a house is a really big deal. It's a lot of money. It's like obviously a huge investment and something for me, I knew going into like house buying that replacing windows in a house is really, really expensive. Windows are like thousands of dollars. And so that was one thing that was really important to me was I didn't want to pay so much money for a house and then have to go in and replace all the windows because the house was super cold or whatever. So I put that on my list was that the house had new windows And then also the last thing on my list, so item number seven, was that the house was in a nice neighborhood that Penny and I could walk through. So Penny and I, when the weather is nice, obviously not during this time of year because I live in Canada, right in the middle of Canada, and it's super, super cold, like minus 50 degrees Celsius with the wind chill during January and February and sometimes March. It's just super cold. But when the weather is nice, yes, we do have beautiful summers here and beautiful springs and beautiful falls. It's just the winter that is really intense. But um, Penny and I do a lot of walking together. I love walking outdoors. So It was really important to me that wherever this house was located, that it was in a nice neighborhood that Penny and I could walk through. So that is my list. Like I said, I made that the middle of September. And then I kid you not, you guys, it was like October 11th. I came across this listing for this house and I thought it was beautiful. The listing was perfect. It looked exactly like what Scott and I were looking for. We went to go see it and it literally checked off every single thing that I just read to you on my list. Space for my gym, a fenced backyard, an updated kitchen, a nice deck at least three bedrooms this place had five new windows and a nice neighborhood for walking truly as soon as I put the pieces together that this house had every single thing on my list that's when I knew 
She was the one I told Scott, I showed him the list. I had not shown him the list previous to going to see this house. I just didn't really think about it. I kind of made this list and kind of forgot about it in a way. It's just on the notes app on my phone. So I made the list and that was kind of that. But then when we went to go see this house and it literally had every single thing on the list, I whipped out my phone and I showed Scott and I was like, you need to look at this because I just made this list one month ago and this house has everything. Scott was already really sold on the house. There's so many reasons why we fell in love with this house, but it has a huge basement and space for me to create my home gym in. It has a fenced backyard. The kitchen was just recently updated. It's like a full Ikea kitchen, so Ikea cabinets and everything. The deck is pretty brand new I would say it's like this gorgeous deck that goes off of the dining room there's five bedrooms if you count the room they had downstairs but there's three upstairs and there's one on the main floor so four like solid bedrooms but I'm just going to be using that fifth bedroom in the basement for my gym all new windows throughout the house, including the back doors that go out into our backyard onto the deck. And then it's in such a nice neighborhood and Scott can actually walk to work, which is amazing. I'll definitely keep an eye if he actually does walk to work because um, that will be something to celebrate, but it's close enough that he should be walking to work. So those are the things that um, came (laughs) into reality from making that list. And that's really what I wanted to share with you guys. When I posted questions, like a question sticker up on Instagram or asked anyone who is reading my newsletter, what you wanted to hear from this episode about buying my house, you really wanted to know those things that I was looking for when it came to buying my first home. So those seven things were the things that I really wanted when I was buying this home and this house had all of them and I'm just so grateful that I made this list because had I not, I don't know if I would have really put the pieces together that this house was literally every single thing that I wanted. And so maybe an exercise for you, I'm just going to piggyback or, you know, point you into the direction of Jasmine Kenneth or suggest that practice that I did that I took from her is making a list and it can be as simple as opening up that notes app on your phone and writing exactly what you want and obviously it doesn't have to be house related it might be a relationship it might be a job it might not be anything material at all it might be a way that you want to feel it might be that you want to fully recover from your eating disorder by the end of this year it could be anything anything but I really 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 want you to take that away from this episode as well that 
it's possible to get exactly what you want, even if it feels kind of scary writing it down, just like I shared with you. And that's why I did share that with you about the updated kitchen piece and the new windows. As soon as I wrote those down on my list, it felt scary. It felt like, okay, those are things that I really want, but I doubt they'll ever happen. And I think that's another important piece when it comes to creating this list is that our list should feel kind of hairy scary in some areas. Not all of it, perhaps, but there should be some things that when we're writing it down, it might be like, I don't know if this is actually possible. Is it actually possible? And it is, my friends. It really, really is. And remember what I said at the beginning of the episode, holding on to that belief that even when things aren't working out, they are always, always working out for us. And so hopefully you can take those few things away from this podcast episode. I am really happy that you're here with me this week listening to this show about how I came into buying my first home. It's such an exciting process and if you are wanting to buy a home in your lifetime, I know it's going to happen for you and I do suggest that you get really clear on exactly what it is that you want. Another thing about this house that's pretty cool is it's over 100 years old and that's something else that wasn't on my list but it was something that Scott and I were really into. We both decided that we didn't want a new build. We wanted something that we want could go into and do some renos to but like I said before we didn't want to buy something and have to completely gut the place either. So we wanted kind of like a happy middle between a new build and a complete gut job. So that's exactly what we found. And it's just been so much fun. Like I said, we just started painting this Friday. So painting kind of like happened over the weekend. We're painting the whole house like an off-white color, which is totally out of my comfort zone. I know most people are more comfortable with like a white color or just like a pretty neutral plain color, like an off-white or whatever. I am so much more comfortable with color. Our house where we live right now is just filled with color. Um, My office is pink. Our living room is this really nice dark green gray color. Our master bedroom is like this gray purple color. And then our kitchen and our bathroom are gray. And so I love color. And naturally, because I just that's more my comfort zone, I started picking out all of these colors for our new house. And I actually created a new Instagram page for myself, which is filled with like house updates and stuff. So if you do want to follow along on our house renos and my DIY project, which I'm super excited to get into, you can follow us at Character Home Reno. I'll have it linked for you in the show notes, but feel free to follow us over there. I only have like three posts as of right now, but 
as soon as we really start to get into things and I have more after photos, I'll post more like before and after photos because as of right now, we really don't have any after photos to share with you. But um, as so I like I was saying, I created this Instagram account and on that Instagram account character home reno I only follow interior design accounts and as I've been like scrolling through that Instagram feed everyone's house is painted like white or off-white and I just love it so much and so it was kind of like a reality check for me and I was like why am I choosing all of these different colors for myself when I would actually really prefer a white you know just white walls so we went with an off-white color throughout the house and we're doing some fun accent walls in the bedroom and my office and the guest room so if you are into that sort of thing I personally love interior design when I was in high school, I actually wanted to be an interior designer. So I think that like inner child of me is just so excited about this project or all of these projects that we have. But yeah, I'm just really pumped. And if you want to keep in touch and be updated on that journey of ours with this new house, feel free to follow us over on Instagram. And as always, my friends, I am thinking of you. I love you and I care about you so much. I know this was a different podcast episode than what I usually record, but I love giving you kind of glimpses and insights into what's happening in my life. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoy recording these episodes for you. As always, if working with me is something that you are wanting to do this year, my books are open for working with new private coaching clients. So you can reach out to me directly at hello at megdoll.com. I do trauma-informed coaching. I am currently studying somatic therapy which is really exciting and I promise to record some more episodes for you my friends explaining somatic therapy why I'm diving into this study and how I am so excited to be helping women but I do have a 12-week coaching program which I've been working with women around the world in since July 2020 it's called back home to you and that is where we do some deep inner healing and I integrate somatic work into this coaching program as well. So if you're interested in reading about that, the link is in the show notes and thank you again for being here. I will be back next week with a brand new episode and a special guest as always. 